Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A, a, a grain of rice. A, a, a grain of rice. It's going to tip the scale. Just remember that, then. There's a small bit of a needle there. Now, come on. Mayo, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster. Hi, everybody. Uh, you're very welcome along to, I suppose, a Christmas episode of the Irish Examiner's uh, Hurling Podcast. Look what we did for you. Yeah, this, the scenes here are incredible. Uh, we have the live audience. Uh, there's a bit of a night here later on in the Woodlands, and we have a bit of a get-together, a uh, social get-together for a couple of the agents of Come On Racing Club. After the pod, uh, we have a nice bit to talk about, and the and lads Christmas, are coming in. And a Christmas drink. And a Christmas and drink. It's, not water, right? We turned the water into wine now, lads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were here, I suppose, early on, dear lads, for the day of the, one of the two days of the JP uh, golf, which looked after so well, as always, by the Fitzgeralds. But today, they've gone above and beyond the Call of Duty altogether. So, uh, fabulous to be here. Uh, how are you all going? Uh, is, is Santi en route Santi's to, to Killa? Yeah, he's, uh, the three boys now have their letters written. Just too much on him, obviously. There has to be a bit of negotiation <laughs> with Mimi to try and get a couple of them off the list. Like, But um, I think uh, next Saturday is the D-Day. We have to get the letter off like you know, to make sure Santi will come. So... They're pushing it, they're pushing out the board a little yeah. bit, and time is against us. Can't make up their minds, can't make up their minds. No, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like we're in Senti's little in house here, don't we? Like, yeah. we, we, in yeah. fairness, in the woodlands, they're brilliant. It's and Connor, Connor and the family have been brilliant to us, like, you know. Yeah. My I two lads, they are a bit like yours, to kind of maybe age wise would be Senti questionable, but their philosophy is very straightforward. If you don't believe, you won't receive. Huh. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> uh, I think my three are in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> I, my four, I'll say. <laughs> That's a massive couple of weeks since we were podding last. Uh, we've had the Munster Club final, the Leinster Club final. I was at both. And the Ulster Club final, I couldn't quite make the three of them. Um, <coughs> a lot of mileage put up. Uh, Tony, if you're listening. Uh, a lot of great intermediate, the junior finals. Uh, TJ, since we were last with you. The Galway replay. Yeah. Um, the Toms five in a row. Savage. My God, yeah. Why didn't I go up there before they asked you? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no goal again, TJ. It's an incredible goal. We'll, we'll come back to that, obviously. But no goal in six county finals. Incredible. Yeah, brilliant achievement to do five in a row in a county yeah. like Galway. Just with the competitiveness of that championship. So a phenomenal achievement, as you said. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to it in a while. We will, we will. And so much on between World Cups. And uh, we're allowed to talk about the World Cup soccer. Oh, that, that's a bit of a change from the last 10 Odella okay. who were giving out mad to me about round balls and rectangular balls and everything but it's the eggs I can't cop it's the eggs come here do you know the one thing I've noticed now with the World Cup is seeing the best players in the world and Mm. like Messi probably 
would you say he's gone past his best? He's, you know, old Barcelona, we say seven or eight years ago, where he was just weak. Yeah. But he's been brilliant on this but your stage. Man, your man dropped last night, didn't I? Can look yeah. at the results. Ah, but sure, you know, it's a six to one. Yeah, which first name didn't. Yeah, the management have to make didn't those hard calls. At all. Didn't he? No. Oh, he's gone. We, on. He's, well, that's a bit of a. We have a possibility of a Messi Ronaldo final. It's it's it's, it's on the cards. Don't, don't rule it out. And what about the, the likes of Richarlison? Yeah, he's a good player. Will you build? put one sports. in for sports? Yeah. <laughs> Will you get the best out of him? Yeah. Well, I will say two things about the World Cup. Two things. And one one question's for you. What I do like, I haven't seen a huge amount of it, but the attacking nature of the teams is definitely good for the viewer. That's number one. And number two, one word answer. I don't want any waffle. Are you still going to go on above there? <laughs> One more answer. <laughs> if we could do Secret Santa here oh today, I was going to God. see if I get him a little VAR screen I, or something. I rest my case. <laughs> Even me without VAR could recognise some of the decisions that were made were, were totally wrong. Bonkers. But it tells you the Isn't pressure. Incredible, that, like, it yeah. tells you the pressure that's on the referee. Mm. That now at this stage, when you're called from the field over to VAR, you more or less have to go with the, the, the guy up in the television box. But there's been a couple of incidents in the Premiership where the referee has gone against it and said, no, it is not a penalty. So I just think the pressure that's on referees these days is phenomenal. Disappointed with VAR, I'd have to say. i tell you one thing. So it's gone? With the hold-ups. No, it's not gone. Okay. With the hold-ups with VAR, like, and, and they all jumping on top of each other. And we can talk about the dancing as well, now that a certain Corkman gave out about the other <laughs> night. And, uh, but, uh, like... You're celebrating there, and the next thing, oh, it mightn't be a goal, you know. And then, yeah. and then it's a good thing they have the air conditioning inside in the stadiums, isn't it? Because the <laughs> matches are going on for two hours nearly. That's right. That's you know, right. It's incredible. Like. It's nearly like the American football now at this stage. But with all the giving out and and be the first to say, agree totally that the the whole system over there is completely backwards, and the country is backwards, and their laws and their beliefs backwards. I I think this November thing could. Capture the imagination and uh, and like yeah. a break from the humdrum of the domestic leagues and off out to see a competition like this in the winter. Whereas in the summer, and we'll be giving out in a while about the final, might be clashing with a major game. Yeah, but like in the summer, we you know we have our hurling and football. We're happy, but you know a competition this time of the year like that. I think, you know, I think people are, are really hooked in. I think so. Now that you're into the real knockout stages and some motor-watering quarterfinals to look forward to. I think everybody, great weekend coming up in terms of real competitive matches. So I think so. But hasn't the standards risen as well? Like from, we said, the first round qualifier games and when you're getting down to the quarterfinals, it's knockout championship and the pace has come up. The commitment has come up, I think, another level. And you I do think like the little Ireland? Yeah. Well, you know, are you still in Argentina? No, I bailed out of Argentina. Did you bail out I went out to Brazil, to be honest with it. I'm a bit of a samba man, I must say. But I stuck with Leo. Did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing. I see Louis van Gaal is in there and Carlos Quiris. There's a lot of fellas that for premiership managers end up uh, managing their, 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 their countries. There's four teams in the quarterfinal who've never won the World Cup, so... Well, that's good. Nice Morocco, Morocco beat Morocco Spain. Beat, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. Guys on two hundred grand a week and they can't stick a penalty away. Come on, like the penalties. Do you know what I mean? Isn't that incredible? And like ten years old. We have hurlers and footballers, and you know they're getting zero for it, and oh. pre- and they have the same pressures, but oh. they are sticking them away. So aren't what's, they? what's the name of the Spanish manager legend from Barcelona? Uh, come up with a quick. Xavi, is it? No, no, Enrique. Enrique. Is it? Well, is yeah. Enrique? Yeah. He's saying he, he told him like. Was a practice two thousand penalties a week. Yeah, but it's all the same, isn't it? It's yeah. it's all about the moment. It's about having the upstairs technique is one thing. But you need to be able yeah. to, you know. But you need like <clears throat> from a penalty taking point of view, you've got to realise it's me and the slitter or the football. It's me just concentrate on the pick, the strike, 
pick your spot and put it away. Yeah, PJ, I, I know you never took penalties in I'd your life. Like, more, you know? I'd be more of a panicker man, I think. <laughs> 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 I'd wait for him to die and just dink it down in, the middle. In <laughs> our day, of course, there was three fellas in the goals. Like, it, must be, it must be very easy to score True. goals now. Like, that was blasting. That was blasting. Oh, yeah, was pick it and hit it as hard as you could. Yeah, there was a lot to be said for him in the old style. I remember your man used to hear him for West Ham years and years ago. I forgot Ray Stewart. And again, he just used he'd keep it under the crossbar and leather it. Blast the top and corner. Yeah. It was nearly impossible. His record yeah. from them was incredible. A bit to be said for it. Now, I admired the last uh, Moroccan fella. Oh, just <laughs> dink it down. Wait for a second, just kicked it in the middle. Yeah. Right. Or the famous one, obviously, is Tony Cascarina taking the uh, sad in turf. Sad turf. Bit like your man, like David O'Leary. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. David O'Leary, and we all looked at each other. But, uh, uh, the great honeysuckle, Mark. Jenny. 16 times. She was going for 17, was it? Oh, good or 15 going for... Yeah, it's yeah. amazing, no? Yeah, but she went down on her sword, to be fair, as Jane Mangan said. That's exactly what she said when she went down on her sword, beating a couple of lints. Had everything right, jumped the last, I suppose. But you had the other two, Classical Dream, coming at her. I was, I was shouting for Classical Dream because I have the half-sister at home with a Nathaniel Cole fall on the ground and she's back and fall to Crystal Ocean. So That's Dream second. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. So, But no, it was a great one as well and he's won a good few of them. But it was a classic race. But what she has given to the sport has been phenomenal. There was a huge crowd at the races and it just proves yet again mm. when the best are on view... People will come and support. Taking on the best as well. Oh yeah, yeah. brilliant! But was, uh, she might be finished yet. No, no, no. She could still win in Leprechaun uh, in in, mm. in February. Like Constitution, the Constitution Hilda will be looks different gravy. Okay, okay. that's yeah. the yeah. that's the big challenge. I suppose well, we'll, we'll probably do a Cheltenham special. <laughs> <laughs> Les, I was I did a lot of hurling. As I said, uh, went to Torles to see my fellow parishioners. Uh, belly A. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> take, Derry Clinch had a go at you on Twitter. Derry, no edge. Did, <laughs> we didn't belly, mix you. Belly, didn't belly, mix you. belly A. Is that <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, Did I get yeah. it right? It's just the A. Yeah. No edge. But, uh, but uh, was, was, was delighted with him, I have to say, really through the kitchen sink at a brilliant club team. Obviously, defending All-Ireland champions now back-to-back. Monster winners. I think there's only four or five clubs. No one has done it since Dora Bearfield, actually. <laughs> and that was the team of, you know, Jamesy and Shawnee and, and uh, Baker, etc. Christie and Goal. Yeah. You know, they, were, they were a great club team. We suffered a bit to them. Now, we made them suffer for a little while too. But yeah, yeah. Um, they eventually lost out to Athenoy going for the back-and-back All-Ireland. So who's to say that could come to pass as well? Because mm-hmm. amazingly, lads, we have the same four back at the same stage as last year. Incredible, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, that, that four team. Well, we haven't. Excuse me. I'm Good wrong. Lie. I'm wrong. Good Good lie. Through, yeah. through, through a, a but, spanner in that one. But, but Sorry to the O'Kane family right. up there. Yeah, <laughs> really bad to me. We did make this point last year about the best teams continuously performing. And I made the analogy from a Cork point of view that there's no one team in Cork that has a dominant feature of winning two or three or four counties back to back to give them the opportunity to go on to win Munster and win an All-Ireland. I think that is... Since Newtown. That, yeah, 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 but that's, that's a while ago. Like, yeah, you know? yeah. So it's uh, like the current system is that you've had probably seven or eight different county champions in the last in the last decade. Barringham and Killeen have won three in a row who couldn't represent the county, which is a pity because they're, they're all drawn from junior and intermediate clubs. And that's something I think that the Cork County Board or maybe Pro Park can look at because... When I see the explanation... I'm not going to get away with this now. After, after I look at your 25-year team coming out onto the field the day of the Cork final. Your, a county team. Your explanation of Belly A and where they come from is yeah. made up of as many clubs as in McKillian's. Not hurling clubs. Yeah. They're football clubs. Football clubs. Well, I tell you something, your county board need to have a chat with themselves. Look at <laughs> all the football clubs that are not providing hurling in, in the club itself. But I thought your 
your actual well, Claire is made up. You, you know your description of the whole thing was brilliant I was infatuated go, by the whole thing there because I, I never imagined that in a club like you yeah. know or in, the, co- only, in only, the county sorry it only came to me kind of after we were off the air that day like does that not go on a fair bit we'll say in West Cork like? West Limerick yeah West Limerick as well yeah yeah. No, they don't maybe come and hurl with one club. Correct. That, that's they, don't, was, they don't hurl at all. That's what I was totally surprised with, that yeah. you had so many football clubs that had maybe one or two lads who said, look, we'll go in and play with Belly A. I, I just found that incredible, to be honest with us. Mm. Like, all the lads they make up in McKilly are playing junior intermediate hurling. They're hurlers first and foremost to make up in McKilly. But, like, to travel 10, 15 miles, maybe 20 miles. Five, 30. That's incredible. I, I must say, I, I, was, I was blown away. And, and I don't know that people actually outside of Clare would, would actually realise that. So yeah, I, think, I think to try maybe just put, a, I suppose, the 90s, maybe, maybe their dads and that got hooked on the hurling, right? And then the 13 team, I think a lot of these were small lads, you know. Right, okay. And they saw the Tony Kellys and these lads and in the run. I want to hurl yeah. daddy or mammy, you know. And, yeah, uh, yeah, fair enough, yeah. I think that's probably what really got it going. I try to explain to you about my aborted efforts. Yeah, but, but <laughs> yeah. you were doing it for the right reasons. Well, and, yeah, I and thought you, there was an opportunity, you know. Well, so. like, uh, look, I don't want to go on. I, I've, I was involved with Amy Killy, underage, under 15s. Myself and Fergal Condon, who's, who's a current uh, selector with the senior team, and I remember we wanted to do a long puck to raise money to fund for the, for the, uh, the T-shirts. And we went to the East Cork board at the time to get the OK, and they said, no, no, you're not insured. But she said, every, every club in the county is going to be doing a long puck on Stevens' day. And, and the reason I got back afterwards was, well, if we've got to do it for the hurlers, we'll be forced to have to give the under-15 footballers jerseys as well. I just said, so we're doing it for the right reasons, yeah. but there seems to be a hierarchy above the likes of you and me who want to do it for the right reasons that we're constantly putting you down and don't want to progress this thing. The suits, the suits. Yeah, in fairness to them, they were looking after you well the evening after your 25-year team. Uh, I was with Chief for an hour after that there, and it seemed to be a bit of a free-for-all teacher with vouchers and, and uh, <laughs> you know, looked after the and canties. Well, it all depends well by the vouchers. That's <laughs> the very <laughs> you, important thing. You, you had a good haul to the fist of vouchers. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but, but Anthony, isn't it just brilliant to be able to have... 35 fellas come together that had won a couple of counties, 97, 98, back-to-back. First time it was done, obviously, from a divisional point of view. And have fellas rekindling relationships and renewing relationships. You've done it yourself, I think, at the county final in Clare yeah. this year. TJ, you were in the Gaelic rounds, I think, for the National League. I don't know what reason you'll be there next year. You'll probably have some other dog fight, I suppose. That was, I was that, besides Barrow when he came out. He said he wasn't too sure he wanted to come out for the league. <laughs> I said we didn't win any league, John. <laughs> but isn't it brilliant? Yeah, no, it is. Any time we get together for a positive occasion is, is good. And to yeah. meeting people, because, look, time goes quick. You know, people move on. So to get everyone together in a room again, yeah. especially in a sporting occasion where you're part of a team, whether it's work now coming up, so what you don't want to be doing is meeting these people at funerals. That's the reality. And that's another side of it, isn't it? That's yeah. a fact. That's yeah. a fact. That's yeah. a fact. The game itself, TJ, I suppose, nine-point win for the Gunners. Uh, as I said, from a clear point of view, really thought maybe it was Bellier's best performance and had maybe seen them three, if not four times in clear. Um, thought they were struggling and, and they struggled against the Bears as well, mm. to be honest. If the Bears had 15, possibly may have got over the line. Yeah. Um, and yet they really threw the kitchen sink. And I, I wrote on the Saturday that they'd really have to play out their skin and Tony possibly have to produce one of his, a, a real TK performance. And for, for 25 minutes... Tony Kelly shows on now the system allowed him a little bit but in fairness Darrow Sullivan 
he has so many options and, and uh, I said it on Monday actually, I'd say that Shane, his brother, who's been around the block now, in fairness to Shane, he'd be their most experienced mm. man, <clears throat> was asked to go and pick up Tony instead of probably having it a bit cosy at wing back. He had to go Mano, Mano and Kelly to let Philip Mahoney sit in the pocket. But Shane, I'd say, he might have looked out at Dara and said, hi, did you ask me to do this four or five years ago? I'd have done it. Like, but yeah. he did it and he did concede a couple of frees, picked up a yellow and Tony still got a couple from play, but he sort of stopped the overlaps and uh, the, the little typical Kelly Jinkin runs, you know, to get the ball off Gary Brennan or get the ball off Jack Brown, take the few strides forward and have the shot and he, his accuracy was so good. But ultimately, I suppose, you just look at the inside, inside line with Desi, Kevin Mahoney and this new wonder kid man of the man, ma- match, Patrick Fitzgerald. And it was just too much to cope with. Like, I thought the Bellier full back line did their best. You know, manfully tried to stick to their guns, but all three were a savage shit. And then Parik Mahoney is possibly having one of the seasons of his life, like the way he's going at the moment. Yeah, David definitely be looking for him. Yeah, I think you've covered it all there pretty well. Like I said, first of all, to Tony Kelly, like I suppose we have to give him a lot of credit for the timing of his runs. He's striking left and right. His ability to score from play, like he's just a phenomenal player, and you'd love to go and see him. And I said we were all probably at home thinking another TK show on the way here, and he, he was excellent. Um, I will agree with you on the inside lines. Look, I said you definitely way more options than Belly Gunner, and look, by the time they started getting ball in there, they looked way more dangerous and looked like scoring the goal. Belly A needed everything to go right. They hung into the game for as long as they could. Their work. I will agree with you their energy their fitness really really good I think Adrian O'Brien is going to be good help from a clear point of view having Huge. his expertise coming in there and already having benefit from the Clare Championship but o- o- overall Belly Gunner worthy winners just have set the bar really really high like anybody yeah. knows to win one is tricky to put them back to back look at the situation when, when they were hunted you know and they came through a difficult pass like they had to beat it be the tip champions, to be the Limerick champions, mm. and then go and go and go and win the final against Bellier, who are a seasoned outfit now. And probably the feeling on the ground was that when they beat Nipiercy, the they did the job done, did the job done, which like, can be dangerous. So they were so yeah. professional. Bellier was six to one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. But you know, yourself sometimes when the talk around the idle mm. talk that kind of seeps into fellas' heads that they mightn't be that focused. They have a lot of class, they haven't they? Yeah, um, they in terms of professional, they work right in the middle of the field, then like Desi and now as you said, Patrick Fitzgerald, like for for a guy who was let's say unable to play. With him like last year, basically, who's his first year into senior. I know it definitely helps when the Mahonies and Daisy and all them take some of the limelight and they're taking some of the man markers away, but still he stepped up and he scored some unbelievable scores. He's a bright future, this lad. Like, like could he you, potentially play for Waterford next year? I'd say he could. Yeah. I'd say he could. I'd, I'd say, say could, if you're yeah. Davy, you'll be also saying yeah, you'll be looking at him in there anyway. Yeah. Have him around. Let's see what he's like in yeah. May when the ball is buzzing and uh, yeah. don't know if he's even, is he has he to leave and done, I wonder. Is he, has he come back don't know. Definitely but even the way the game is gone, the way the game is gone, there's possibly an option. 15, 20 minutes, 10 minutes. For sure. It's yeah. a role, isn't it? Yeah, he's bowled as well. He's got a goal nearly in every game, I think. Uh, Finished the goal very well too, didn't yeah, he? Superb, and he got another savage chance after. It was one of those games where they probably got four good goal chances. Yeah. Only took one. Bellier got one. And Aaron Griffin maybe hesitated at that bit. Yeah. And they had to get it. Yeah. And they had to still hope at the other side of it yeah. that Belly Gunner maybe got none of the four chances. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, and yeah. that Barry Cool had the game of his life in goal and he was very good and made one or two great saves but um, they marched on um, they looked determined unbelievable to be in the car afterwards and here Stephen O'Keefe being interviewed with Parik Lodge and he's kind of saying we'll enjoy tonight and we'll enjoy tomorrow because it's so important to enjoy a Munster Championship mm-hmm. like, yeah. we know what the, well we didn't know Saturday night exactly what we had to f- 
that they're facing in mm. against we possibly suspected Ballyhale Hale and, them, and yeah. repeated the final um, mm. but, but um, it, it was incredible that you'd be saying like another team be saying well, no we won't be enjoying this at all now we'll be yeah. uh, going Go straight to bed. And that experience does. That's experience, but it's anti county championship one. Like yeah, he touched on the fact that they had to celebrate. I think in you know our walks of life is very important to celebrate the milestones as you prepare oh, for yeah. the road ahead. Like because yeah. these competitions are so hard to win. Right. And, you know what I mean? They might have a team now. No, the way things are going in Belly Gunner, I think everyone's forecasting them to be around for a long time to come, the way they are with their second team and underage. But yeah. still an incredible achievement. But the lads are putting in so much commitment and they put aside so much time in terms of you know their diet. You know, probably no holidays and stuff like that. Like that, when the opportunity and the reason they're doing that is to taste success. It doesn't guarantee you anything, but when you do get success, you must celebrate it. And that means what you're basically the saying there is, it's like, not taking know? as much out of them as the juice to take out of us. Tricky question, right? But like the likes of Belly Hale and Belly Gunner, and let's even St Thomas's and, and obviously don't lie Those club teams aren't far off. Let's say the top. Seven or eight into county teams, like they 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 come in somewhere there, like that's the type of level you're talking about. Incredible, yeah, incredible, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Like that that Napier Sig, uh, Belly Gunner match, like you were just there and sitting mm-hmm. in the stand. That's some standard, stand. like Sheeny Mac. This is some some stuff here. And, and like you're in at times, like I mean, I always say the great sign of a game, lads, is when I'm sitting there and I was in the old stand side, which was closed off to the public. But you were looking across at the crowd on the far side, which is I suppose quarter past three on a Saturday is a, not a great time, but to be able to get the match shown live mm. because of the Leinster finals and there was a kind of football final as well on the Sunday. They had to, and I think everyone appreciated it, mm. being on the TV. Um, still a great atmosphere there and I think it was two and a half thousand there but yeah. they really, you know, um, got stuck in. And uh, But the match was 26 minutes on and I thought about 15 and I glanced up at the scoreboard. It's nearly half time. And there's the score and the clock beside it, 26, 27. Yeah. And I said, Genie Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flew by. And that's why the standard is so yeah. high. And yeah. like the, there's not there's not a thing now really as, as, the, as the club player at, at this level. When you get on to Munster Club, Leinster Club, uh, to Galway Champions and the Ulster Club, to be fair, uh, what an achievement by, by Dunlai yeah. to de- mm. dethrone this team. We all felt might be due to get to the final. Yeah. Neil and, and but, but Dunlai had done it I think three in a row, in, yeah. if not four in a row, in Antrim. So, be fair that that level, the club player anymore, like isn't re- you know, he's, you need to be something different nearly at that level, don't you? Yeah. Well, I think as we're probably in the season, our clubs are planning for twenty twenty three. I'm sure that there's probably people knocking on your door. Uh, not sure about you, Marco. You probably haven't time anyway. <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> Like the, the 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 level every club is at now, especially the guys at the cutting age are trying to win a county senior championship. Like there's S&C, there's video analysis, there's stats people, there's coaches, there's managers. It, it is getting very very close to like where where, where the inter county yeah, game. The Gunners at. stats team were in front of me because obviously I'm over where and you can see everything. And Bellier had I think two lads, but they might have had a couple of more in the press box. But there was eleven guys sitting together with bits of paper, oh. and. You know, like we have now, the earpieces on them talking down, and I was going to give one of them or two of them a bit of jib. Like, there's 11 year there together. Did one E not think to t- tell someone to mark up TK after 20 <laughs> minutes? But, but that'll tell you the level. Yeah. You know, the levels are gone to a new, a new degree altogether. Yeah. Yes, I'm saying it's savage. The cameras of the two managers, too, in fairness, it's very, just very. All very yeah. organised, very structured. Yeah. But I think a lot of the Dara, Dara Sully came down the line out where he shouldn't have come against Napiersig. Right. And I think uh, Shane Dow and uh, Kieran Birmingham unceremoniously told him get back up fairly lively. 
but there was no, there was none of that uh, last Sunday. Robbie's calm anyway. Robbie Hogan, he's, Robbie's very he's calm a tranquil guy, and he watches it all. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think we that call right. it the Swan Effect in Cube. Uh, <laughs> all very calm and peaceful up top, but underneath, and and like like <laughs> underneath. <laughs> that's why you're going so well. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so, do, do you think there's going to be a, a kind of an inter-county tier, the top club tier, and then everybody else? Will the other teams start to come up to the other club? I, 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 I mean, think they will. I think, I think, least somebody I said think during you, the week about it's up to us correct. to get up to Belly Gunner. He's right. Do you know? He's right. I think it's like when you were flying in 95, 96, 97, all county teams think we have to get up there. Then Cork came along. All the other te- then Tip, or, um, Kilkenny came along. Now Limerick are there. Yeah. And all the other counties are trying to get up to Limerick. So. What you'd worry about is kind of the super clubs, you know. No, I, I, it's more of a Dublin thing maybe, you know, where, mm. where you're looking at Kilmacud and Borden and Kula having so many teams, you know. Yeah, I don't have the stats to back this up yet, no, right, but I do see with senior clubs a migration towards numbers. Like, that is definitely, I think it's going to happen, and we possibly, like, so I suppose maybe the, the, the lesser number clubs will have to just work harder and harder to make sure they keep everybody and keep that level up. So that'll be kind of a watch this best, but I definitely see even in Limerick now, um, the Limerick City clubs, like, if I, if I, if I name even, like, like, some Monaline, who's a great win in, in, in the Munster against Ross Gray, like, Munger are definitely improving, like, the, the bigger numbers at underage, and there, it, it's a huge help. help yeah. Yeah. No, you have to manage them, but in fairness to them, these clubs are doing it. Yeah, well done to the Gunners. Uh, one, one little thing I just wanted to, I mentioned Shane O'Sullivan doing the job, so he had to vacate number five, obviously, and you're not putting Philip Mahoney out to number five, so Conor Sheehan, who had got four points on play against the Beersig, had to just go back from midfield. Uh, Paddy Levy took over midfield in lots of ways, uh, and they dropped kind of Peter Hogan out as an extra midfielder who was outstanding as well. So it just goes to show like what they have. Like, He's a brilliant club player, isn't he? Yeah, you know. He's a brilliant, I mean, brilliant club player. Both those midfielders, they could be on Davies' radar very easily as well. They, they could be. I'm sure that was planned or pre-planned. You know, you, you'd have to, I think, if you were facing against a team of Tony Kelly uh, in, in the future, I think you, you, you might have plan A and plan B to kind of say, like when Tony's operating in between the lines and he's elusive and there's nobody really picking him up, like he can have seven or eight from play chipped in very quick. Will right? even have to resort to that? <laughs> well, as I said, they, they haven't. Done, it would have been, like, it was one of the questions that we threw out there that if Limerick and Clare had qualified for the All-Ireland final last year, which wasn't far away, obviously, mm-hmm. right? It would have been game three. Is That would have been the question. Would, would there have been a change? We didn't get there, but I, I don't know. I suppose from the point of view of if it's not broken, you don't need to fix anything. We might see John Kiley later on to function. We might you can ask him. <laughs> <laughs> we get a couple of beers in him. <laughs> um, well done. Well done to Belly Gunner. Incredible achievement, lads. Um, was back into the car Sunday morning as I couldn't I did a couple of years with the Crocs and I was on about a super club and there like to see I didn't stay for the football obviously they'd know that they'd understand that um, what, what did you mention do in the end the dual player did Brian Sheehy he played the Hurling played he played the Hurling, Hurling. Yeah. Yeah. he was yeah. high old footballers wasn't he yeah yeah did he, did he come on I'm I don't Sorkin, know Brian yeah right, Claire okay. Heritage you know, Christy Killeen's yeah. grandson massive oh, massive yeah. if you're going to have a club that has yeah. nearly 99% of the fellas are in Holland a bit unfair on him too because oh, he'd come on in nearly every football yeah. game you know yeah but he'll, he'll obviously get the football medal. Like, uh, he'd yeah. be gutted with the hurling because he was really outstanding himself and Darabot learned the full back. We, we had that situation with Dermot O'Sullivan when we played Galway in a hurling match championship. Um, Cork played either Clare or Kerry in the football match as a double header. Sully was a sub in the football team and we, he was playing obviously full back on the hurling team. 
and we were inside in the dressing room ready to go out, like ready, like there was no warm up really in that stage, was get out and do a few pucks and away you go. And everybody's inside. And he's Sully, the match has to go to extra time outside, okay? <laughs> so we're all sitting down waiting for Sully to come in. Next of all, you could hear the toop, 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 toop coming down. Comes in, of course, rips off the jersey number 26, puts on number three and runs back out of out the dressing room. Like, just, Speaking of Sully. It's so unfair now, like, do you know what I mean? But I it was kind of a... He hadn't played in the football, though, had he? He did. He oh, came yeah, on yeah. in the football. <laughs> Big head of sweat on him. No fear of it. Do you know? No, Asher, he's... Brilliant player. Like Did I see this week he's taken up a role with the Down senior Holland team? Down, in, yeah. in, in, in the back room, uh, uh, Sully. So. Yeah, and involved with the Sarah's senior Holland team as well as selected with John Crowley. Well, Sheehan would be with Down, sure, wouldn't he? Yeah, great yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, he's going to be a busy, busy guy next great, year. Great for, them, great for them then to have someone like Sully coming up there and just having him involved and kind of yeah. pushing the thing on. Like, yeah. huge, yeah. average, average. Yeah. But um, it, was, it was an incredible achievement for the Kilmacook Crocs to have both teams in, in the Leinster final it's on the same one. day you know it was mm, incredible and, and a hurling team absolutely exclusively their own no transferred guy no one from the outside in the management right. like Corcoran might have given a bit of a hand but Corcoran is there so long now yeah. Yeah. you know but in fairness to them you know they'd get a bit of flack and I suppose the Shane Walsh team gets a bit of flack uh, coming up to play with the football as a hurling team exclusively um, I have to say TJ seven or eight minutes into the second half it was looking bad it was gone out to 14 points what a fight back uh, one seven without reply. Then it looked as if the Belliers had weathered the storm. Then the second goal by Alex Considine, brilliant goal in back to point and ebbed and flowed. And uh, of course, they still found a way of Belly Hale. And uh, yeah. it might actually do them no harm for two weeks' time in terms of if they'd gone on. I was afraid when I was 14, it might go to. 20-ish I know it was looking that way uh, they were hurling so well they so and fierce the Crocs they, they really did dig deep now was there a little bit of complacency set in because the big four up front TJ uh, Adrian Mullen who was running the game in the first half on Cody and Conor Finley they kind of virtually went to sleep now without yeah. uh, the gunner lads won't be thanking me for saying this but they did and no in fairness to the Crocs lads on them they really stood up Dara Butler was outstanding at full back I would have had Darren on for a couple of years great bit of stuff like when he just throws off the shackles I think he flew back to Dubai that evening he's working over there um, but you know they had Fergal Whiteley got a grip of the game at that stage Oshin O'Rourke and young Dara Purcell who I'd say Michal who sitting in the sand was saying you five from play against Belly Hale you're kind of penciling him in mm. for your Dublin team for next year you know, but uh, yes it might just stand to them for two weeks' time. It might. Momentum and that drive in sport can often be, just like you said there, a big steam engine effect that when you're moving and you're driving, it's, it's unbelievable. And then when you kind of slow down, as you said during the second half, like maybe some of the players, you can't say that they went out to do that, but your mindset switches off a little when it's coming that easy and you're 14 points up. And then when it swings, it just can take a while to get back into the zone as well. I suppose we'll never really know, Dela, the goal... Uh, how significant that was! Like I said, it, mm. it just seemed to be at the time. It definitely was the momentum stopper for me, for sure. Like yeah. I said, that 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 closed it back out in in favour of Belly Hale. If that hadn't gone in, hard to know, isn't it? Yeah, and it's like tell you the truth now. The young lad in goal used to poke back the balls with Tom Stakelham behind the goal back Brilliant. in 2011, 2013 yeah. Yeah. with the Dubs. Eddie Gibbons, he's a tremendous keeper for me. He's the way forward. Not no disrespect yeah. to the current Dublin keepers. Yeah. Fantastic uh, Dublin minor keeper, Dublin 20 keeper. He's puck outs alone. He's speed of restart. Yeah. Mm. It's what everybody's looking for in the modern game. 
he just took his eye off one. He's a, he's, he's, I played him out the field yeah. when, we, when we were there. We, we had Matty Collins from Cork. Yeah. So I played Eddie out the field, Conor forward, because he's such hands and, and such a catcher of the ball. He just misjudged slightly, got distracted he's, slightly. It was a killer. It was a killer. We had a fellow playing goals for us back in we won the county 2005, Darren Hayes. He actually works with me. He won't like me for saying this now, but uh, uh, we, we refer to them goals for years to come afterwards as a hazer because he would be there <laughs> kind of looking at it, looking at it. Next thing to... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're sorry. Holding my hand. Great goalie, don't get me wrong. Great worker. Uh, the are a good listener of the show as well. Like, but uh, yeah, I suppose it's just unfortunate. Just as you said, like yeah, bread, we, you make a butter. mistake, full back. Yeah. You might have the Dazzler yeah, behind you. Correct. Yeah. He's no one behind him. <laughs> <laughs> poor old lady had no one behind him. You know. Yeah, just unfortunate. But as I said, that just seemed to be the, the, the game that just changed it back again. Like so. But if that hadn't gone in, you just never know. But and Mark with with Billy Hale, Pat Hoban is over him this year. Pat numerous All-Ireland intermediate Mine, titles yeah. won Miners won mm. they seem to be able to go to a new manager any given year yeah. and still and still perform yeah, yeah. incredible club it's a quality of a good friend of mine uh, worked with him Eamon Brennan for years in Kilkenny and he kept saying to me you know Belly or Belly Hale would just struggle in the first in the early rounds of the club championship but he said they always come good when the need is greatest they know how to get it done and like Ed's Oh, he was at the All Ireland semi final two, three years ago when Cork played Kilkenny, and TJ was there, and he looked like he was struggling big time. And we said, said that day probably might might be his last in some respects at inter county level. And then the man comes back, and he's just like a new gazelle. Like he's just an incredible player, and we are so blessed. I mentioned about Messi earlier on the soccer. The likes of having the TJ Reeds playing to Tony Kelly's, like they are box office stuff. Like and. I know we still we, have them going. Like they're just they're, they're phenomenal. These fellas, Parik Manny, this young fish. Yeah, and, you know, and it's the flip side of the argument then about numbers. You've killed McCoy with the five thousand plus members, and you have Belly Hill with two, three hundred members. Number. But, but they're the culture and the history. Going on there, they're all yeah. cousins, so. brothers, <laughs> doing all that kind of stuff. Like I mean, you know, and we, you were on about like earlier on about Belly and the whole thing is these fellas. Only young she he was involved on both the adult senior panel. Right, yeah, yeah, Think about yeah, it. Yeah. Same club. Yeah. So it's a whole different yeah. dynamic. It is, it is. It's it a is. savage size of a yeah. thing. Like I remember one day walking into the club with Richie for a cup of tea upstairs before training, up early and we'd have a chat. And we had the lads coming in, the, the rest of the selectors, uh, Billy and um, and uh, whoever was coming in to meet us for a cup of tea and we met this lad coming down the stairs against us in a croaks top and Different day around our own, 50-ish mark. And, uh, well, how are things? How are you, how you getting on? How are you, lads? You know? And he said, the best look. And he says, who's that lad, Rich? And he said, I haven't a clue, Dale. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Like, yeah. where, where would you get it in much other clubs? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Crocs top on, best looks yeah. on the lads. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. Amazing, man. Like, Tom, Tom Barry, a Corkman, uh, is, is up there. And uh, he would have been uh, involved in the, uh, we say, the All-Ireland Finals in the Burlington and stuff like that. He would have been one of the organisers. And... Uh, he told me like it's just the numbers are absolutely phenomenal above there. Mm. By all accounts, the, t- the the legendary has it like that on the day of the the memberships at the underage memberships, they have to get secure court to call to take the cash away. That it's just just so many members want to join mm. Kilmacud Crocs. And he said to me at one stage you had eight divisions of football teams at, at adult level. Yeah, 
That's just a phenomenal level. And then Maybe you go to, Yeah, and then you go down to the likes of Castlehaven in West Cork. They, they would have fellas from 16 to 37 or 38 playing. and they'd be, going. they'd be one of the clubs that, you know, this whole decoupling that's going on at the moment. And the problem they have in Mark is facilities. Where yeah. do you get land? How There's do no you land, get land? Sure. If they had what Clark Castle have at the moment, like with, yeah. the, with the... <laughs> You know, four and a half pitches yeah. all in the one site. Yeah. Wall ball, new Astro pitch yeah. going in. They take the hand off you if they could just transport it up. What, wasn't Castle, Castle was on during the week as well that the, the, the whole big thing in Dublin is going to be the lack of ground and the lack of the lack of GA facilities that are there for clubs, like, you know? Yeah. Hat hit to TG4 as well. They'll be in this in like this great coverage of the club championships yeah. bringing it in I have to say I'm not sure what you remember but my Irish is improving every year yeah. so <laughs> I've learned more Irish from, from TG4 than I'd say I ever did in school to be fair and you learned a brilliant commentator as well like in fairness but that's because on Sunday then, on Saturday because there was no one in the old stand side you meet everyone <laughs> you know and I met them all Pat Fleury the cup of tea yeah. with him at half time and he spoke English to me so we spoke about TK that's really good Lanyme and McDara is just a mine of knowledge and of course call my man living in Waterford then you get the every story going <laughs> it's great you know you, you get the inside track on uh, how this is going and I suppose we'd stick with it while we're at it because is he only asking McDara like if Belly Hale were to win tomorrow like this was Saturday obviously there's a fair bit of rivalry I'd say if Belly going to two different provinces mm. but so close and your neighbours yeah Really. Well, will we touch on the speech first before we go in the match? Well, can, look, can, um, can, can you give us a quote or what's the actual piece of the? Uh, what, what is the, well, the kernel uh, of the, the issue this here? Is well, the, the Tom, this is the Tom Daly of G. It's our own, right, it's our, our old buddy Cochlin. Well, to get the glasses on now for this one, but it's our own. It's our own John Fogarty, or our main, our main G. writer. And the headline is Shamrock Star Fendi left disrespected by Gunner's speech. It goes back to last year's final where Philip Mahoney and Barry Coughlin. Uh, Mark, you've had a, a few things to say about Barry in the past, yeah. <laughs> especially after the Lockmore match last year. A tremendous full back now, lads. I mean, really, yeah, no like, yeah. change again. Very, very I mean, club level full back as they come. Uh, and of course, they had a huge battle in the game. And one of the two giant captains makes the speech and Barry's speech. And I think. Colin was just interviewed after day one against Kilmacud and he said um, their speech at the end of the game, it's not something you want to hear. You want that little bit of respect, but look, we'll keep our heads down and we'll do what we can over the two weeks. Uh, so that's what he basically said. Now we go back to the speech. I think what, ba- what Barry Coughlin said after Harry Ruddle put the ball in the net in injury time and I'd say it was unbelievable relief from them. What he actually said was, and to Belly Hale, I'm not going to patronise going to be patronising with you you're going to go down as one of the best club teams ever like literally we robbed it today you know I suppose you've that done to other teams so I suppose it, it what goes around comes around but I mean that with the most respect you're on the road a long time and hopefully we'll see you again next year if you do get out again <laughs> and by God they're <laughs> out again but I don't think there was too much I mean Belly Hale were after doing to Thomas's TJ, so we, I, we I, I, I think, I think he's, he's nailing the head there in fairness to, to Barry Coughlin in his speech. Not, not, yeah. Nothing wrong for me there. I, I suppose in, in, in dressing rooms, Colin is just using it. Like, <laughs> they, like to, they like to create an edge. Yeah. And maybe maybe he's doing that. It's it's a hell of a game to look forward to. As I said, he's just kind of lit a bit of a fire there now, hasn't he, for his own crew. And yeah. I'm sure being the senior member, one of the senior members in that dressing room, I'm sure he'll be saying, lads, only me down. 
Yeah, Only and me he will be directly <laughs> marking Barry, according <laughs> to my sums. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they bring him out to centre or something. Yeah, no, be a bit of like a video, no, video cam there on the two of them. Yeah, but yeah. That's, um, that's unless just say no on the two of them as players, Mark, there won't be anyone backing down. Like. No, definitely yeah. not. But unfortunately, and I wanted Cockton out the door, right? <laughs> come on, come on. He has a habit of doing the Tom Daly for me. In uh, fairness, like, ah, in fairness so that's well gone now, in fairness. Well, it, he's yeah, a good, tough, honest know? fullback, in fairness. Like, so. Well, you're hard to find him. Luke Fell, who took two red cards because he went down and me man John McGrath as well yeah, yeah. I, I, look you mentioned it in the last part show we did uh, about um, you know Conor Cahillan against uh, the St. Uh, your man young Brown Jack Brown yeah, you I mentioned did. about, about um, young uh, uh, Hayes that went down then popped up where am I going to get a free like so this thing has to be stamped out, right? Yeah. We've seen it in soccer. We all agree this diving is not acceptable. We don't want to be going on that route, right? And let's be strategic. There are some managers out there are telling the players, if you think you're going to get a free, go down. If he hears a holy tip in the hole, the head, the head has gone down straight away looking for a free. Come on, let's stand up and be... A, We've, 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 we've had a lot of chance to see uh, Barry. We've, we've had a lot of chance to see Barry since that Lockmore game. And I haven't seen no hint of no it since. No, we, well, we'll, he's listening to the podcast. He's, he's listening to, to you. What, what we'll, talk about is, we'll, we'll talk about what's coming down the track. <laughs> he will be directly well, man-marking Colin Fenley. Well, we don't know that. I, I actually don't know. I think he will. If I have a couple of hours to spare, I might go to the match and I'll go up that side of the field and I might be shouting in a few words, Stay standing, my friend! Stay standing! It's happened done as well. Dale, uh, back to the game. Great game to look forward to. I suppose me personally and selfishly, I was kind of hoping it might be on there maybe in, in, in Torres or Park of Heave or something there on a Saturday evening yeah. <sighs> people rock down, down to it. But look, in fairness to, the play- like, to be fair to the players, like to play in Crow Park with your club, I'm sure all players look forward to that. So it's a great opportunity. The fact that it happens to be on the same time as the World Cup is difficult as well, but I'm going to maybe throw a small bit of a maybe a colour on it in the sense that Thomas's couldn't play on the Saturday because they have a club wedding and that was in there with a long time. The great Dara Burke has finally tied the knot. Uh, and fair play to, to that lady for, for tying him down. She'll have a job in her hands. Come here, let me What has that got to do with Belly Hale and Belly They couldn't play on the Saturday, so they look for their game to be put. So then obviously they put the two of them together. Um, and look, I suppose, look, they're meeting the World Cup head on. It happens to be on the middle of the day. Like you, They couldn't probably play it the following week. Because it's Christmas Day, but still, I, I, I just, ah. I, I, I put up a tweet last night, TJ. I don't tweet too many things independently. Yeah, but word came through through the various gurus uh, that'd be on Twitter there that this was the, a double header croaker. Like the whole logistics of getting there for half three on a sa- on a Sunday, which might as well be a Saturday, a shopping Sunday, because the last Sunday before Christmas, Christmas. it's mental for my mind. Uh, the great job, Ali. Probably had four or five uh, tweets back at me. We should be doing more for hurling at the weaker levels. I should be doing more to try and change the rules. And a few lads uh, text me to say, don't respond to Bradley, you won't win. Because <laughs> Joel will be leading the witness. Like, he would be in, in quote. We're good pals, Joel, myself. And he, has, he does make great points. Uh, I just don't get this one. I think the much vaunted stadium, Marco, that you tell us all about. Uh, little All Ireland in the Little Crow Park. Um, fantastic park. What a venue that would have been. Yeah. You know, half six under the lights on, on Saturday evening, once off game. Yeah. I don't think Crow Park is available on the Saturday. There's, there's, there's fixtures yeah. on there. Um, so that, that was out. And if they, if they then play, play Dunleigh and Thomas is at one o'clock in Crow Park, if everyone wants to play in Crow Park. Um, I was kind of thinking, could they have played Thomas and, and Dunleigh even on a Friday night? Because even from, to be fair to all that crew and like, 
talk about tight-knit communities, Thomas's boys, like they all, be, they all be going to the wedding, all the yeah. families be going to the wedding, like having to be in Crow Park for one thirty kick or throw in the following day, kind of takes a bit of a... Yeah. I saw Gary O'Kane Gregory's the manager obviously the great, great Gary would have played in the 89 final great 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 player top man saying a double header is the only fair place in Crow Park for this so Dunlay I think want to come here and I know and, and I can understand that and, I can understand and, that yeah. why, why would you not want to play in Crow Park yeah it's a hard one I understand it's a hard one yeah. with due respect to the Toms and obviously they're massive contenders so Dunlay because we've seen how close Schlock Neil have got in the in the last few years I mean frightening the life out of Belly Hale I think three years ago and I think you know they're entitled to fancy their chances but Belly Gunner and Belly Hale after last year's yeah. final is I, the glamour glamour tie mm. I think as many people why would you go up again no look I played a Munster final in 1998 in Turles against Waterford and it wasn't the, the drawn match, not the replay. And I think France beat Brazil in the World Cup 3-0. The 2002 final, the amazing one, the Watford beat Tipping down in Parky Heave. Had a lo- lovely, leisurely Sunday that day with the great Fergie Tuhi. We didn't go home at all. We said we'd mingle with the Watford fans. World Cup final, I think, was on that day. So it, we aren't, we're used to it happening, I think, in the summer because mm-hmm. we have our set fixtures. Munster final date is fixed, but I think for the last two years, this date was known. Don't know if Ernest Darabork's wedding. I'm not taking away. That's I'm surprised. Actually, respected. I'm surprised. That. Paul and John would have maybe. They would. Have, yeah. they, they, they're great planners. Now in fairness, they would have known this is a possibility. So, Darabork yeah. kind of. A, he must have snuck that under. Yeah, un, well, for under me, the it is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it's a glamorous match. I I don't know why we have to go against the World Cup on this one. Like, why? Yeah. Look, it doesn't. I look at. I love one television in the pub. Uh, Sean the World Cup, and I love one Sean TG Car. Yeah. I have to get someone in to get that sorted for me because the one channel goes on both places at the moment but right. we'll get that done we'll get yeah. that sorted we had to do it years ago I think for Dora Bearfield being in an All-Ireland Club final and Cheltenham being on I think it was Gold Cup day yeah. so we'll do that it'll yeah. be done uh, people will be able to see whichever one they want I know which one I'll, I'll, I'll want to watch it will be the hurling no issue with that I'm I think it's a fair point you given the fact that the World Cup final is on once every four years having to clash with it you'll be kind of saying could we not have found a way yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we're all in agreement with that. To be fair, and you know whether it was a double header or not. Like, did you play soccer, Michael? I, I did. Kind of strike me as an old centre half. Right. No, no, big hidden, you. No, bit of a Harry no, Maguire, no, no. no. <laughs> Middle and midfield. Oh jeez! Right, okay. Oh jeez! I box, can't believe box that. Box the box. <laughs> box the box. Box the box. Sorry. Who'd you pass it to? But uh, I, I just, I don't think the GA needs to be going up against the World Cup. I think if you're trying to promote our sport, which is hurling, why are you going directly against the World Cup? No matter whether you're in horse racing or whether you're in fly fishing, somebody and a lot of people will sit down and they'll watch the World Cup just because it is the World Cup. 100%. And it's like a lot of people with the Gold Cup or the Grand National is probably the best example of the whole thing. No matter what your sport is and what you're doing in life, you'll sit down and watch the Grand National because it's just that fixture. And I think the The same applies to the World Cup. You're right. I think the GA have scored an own goal and themselves on this one. And, and this is not contradicting you know, ourselves not because all. it was 46,000 in Turles no. the day of that 98 yeah. final. But that's our Munster final. Yeah. Munster, that's set in stone. Like yeah. The club finals we know are, are scrambling to try and get the semi-finals. I think the four clubs got the option of going back after Christmas with the semi-finals. Right. But I think an awful lot of guys now are trying to plan, as we, you have argued with us here about mm. planning yeah. all over the year with the new split season. I think a lot of them, 
I know the lad that scored a 3-3 for Belly Giblin. Shane Liston. Shane is not going on any honeymoon. Right. He's going in February. Right. So I don't think clubs wanted to go back to the new year. They wanted to, the final is, yeah. has a date yeah. in January and they wanted to get the semi-finals over and, and be able to sit down and have the turkey and whatever and not to be yeah. forced out again on the fifth or sixth. It happened yes. last year, I think, with a wedding yeah. with... With the, was it with the belly gunner lads? No, or belly, one of the big teams in last year's but semis. But we'd made this point, didn't we? Last but Mark, I played the Munster Club final 25 years ago and it was played on the 7th of December. Uh, right, Munster Club final, yes, right. and yeah. that was the old normal season. And Clare had won the All Ireland minor mm. and the All Ireland senior, and we didn't get to play a first round until that. All that was over in September, and that time I think it was around the middle Sunday in September. Mm. And um, I went to the Munster Club final on a Saturday, which really should have been the Sunday, only for it to be shown on TV, which would have been the 4th of December. Yeah. What has changed, Mac? Mm. There was what a great joke before at Carlsberg joke about, uh, about, was it about the World Cup final or whatever, that this fella, he happened to be getting married in the day, and it, he just happened to get World Cup final tickets presented to him. And so he sent out a message to kind of say that the tickets just fell into his lap, and that he sent out a message to all his friends and people, that was there anybody available? And that just because he got tickets, that on that particular day, was there anybody available to get married? Yeah. Well, look, it it is what it is now. I think the fixture is made, and I still think I still think there's a couple of weeks there where if. But I suppose if you're if you're one of the two teams and management involved, Belly Hill, you don't give a shit. So maybe they'll just stick to it. But I think from you know a viewer's point of view and maybe trying to go to the game, I don't think I think the pub is so bloody well busy. That, thank yeah. God that weekend but, but but I, I couldn't have gone away the, anyway, but the general public would sit down to watch Belly Gunner and Belly Hale on the television and that, the that is a match that would attract football hurling across the country of course they would yeah. and you have the World Cup on against it the game, the, no, the game is destroyed because yeah. Limerick have gone too strong and there's so many hand passes and there's so many rocks now it's like the 1880s according to Joe so Joe oh. we don't agree well, he's an I was at five matches in the last three weeks including running from Innes to uh, Limerick and County final and Clare and then running from Turles up to Crow Park and okay Joe I was paid to be at at least two of them <laughs> I was going to be at the county final anyway in Clare uh, the other two I went to my own accord I wasn't doing any reports or anything like that so and I really enjoyed those games I'm like, going to use I an old we phrase the Getty and Gary Spillane got a lot of mercy in him you would know you would know you would know Joe I, I'm going to use the brick Welsh one Elsa, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. Sorry. Okay, okay. Look, it's it's a massive one to look forward to. I'll be watching. Brilliant. It. Best look to whoever's in the World Cup once Leo wins that as well. I'd, I'd, like, to, I'd like to finish yeah, that yeah. off. Um, so look, lads, that's that's what's coming up. It's coming up to Christmas week. Incidentally, go way back to 1997. That time you had to play the champions of Great Britain. So the following weekend, which was you maybe Christmas, you had to head off. We had to head to London, oh and God. I put up. I asked for a show of hands. Who'd like to stay on in London, maybe for a couple of days? Uh, and Wednesday, thirteen of us, I think, came <laughs> home from London town. It was almost Christmas week. Thirteen fellas uh, missing. Uh, well, yeah. no, well, we missing in action. We didn't worry about playing ball. I think yeah. maybe mid uh, mid mid February. So yeah, yeah. we enjoyed it. Good idea. Yeah, Good yeah, idea. Yeah, Craig. Yeah, um, so you were celebrating like the Gunners are celebrating now. Yeah, but I'd say they were better able to take that. Right, uh, yes. Maybe it set us back a little bit for preparation. <laughs> Just I, when you mentioned London, I'm going to give a quick shout out to Kilburn Gales. We, 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 I mentioned them before. Ian Wheeler was on to me there again. They won the intermediate uh, championship over there. They, no, they won the All Britain, and they're in the junior semi final against Eastkey from Sligo. And I actually met the fellow who was training Eastkey from Sligo at the county final again this year. So Kilburn Gales, everything going well over there, keeping the flag flying, keeping the hurling flying, and they're interested in the three of us going over at some stage in the new year. We'll come back to that one. 
I have no problem going to Kilburn anyway. I've oh, well, been well, there before. Well, I tell the lads, we're, 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 what's this? What? We're good to go. We're right? good to go. Okay. Good Very to good. Good to go. <laughs> tell them I have it on a good bit before Cheltenham okay. <laughs> for the two E. <laughs> anyway, then a bit of talk of maybe myself going this year, Stephen Cheedy is made for us. Oh, excellent. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. There's talk. There's talk. There's talk. It depends on how busy we are with <laughs> National League and stuff like that. Uh, also, club final on, lads. Uh, only saw the highlights Monday night, unfortunately hadn't time to stream it and haven't got a chance yet to look at it. Obviously it's only been Wednesday. Saw the TG Car highlights Monday night, that show was a great addition to us. We could do it maybe something bigger on a Monday night mm. where we could see a bit of analysis on it. And uh, two twelve to 16 points, uh, nearly led all the way. Uh, I think Connell Cunning, full forward, did, did the damage. Uh, they were due... I think to do one on them uh, they were expected to win uh, Schlock Neil to do it again but the Dunlai boys and uh, great congrats to them back I suppose where they belong as well and that's one of the huge clubs in the Glens and, and to the horse Gregory uh, good old, old I haven't seen him in years but you speak great old pal when we used to be sauntering away and yeah. they'd be up and down out of Division 1B and we would as well in Clare and I often marked him and uh, called me a free state B once in Crow Park <laughs> in a league quarter final <laughs> and uh, I told him we always fought a Fianna Fáil so I told him <laughs> <laughs> but we left we, we met later on that year to get an all-star do maybe a year later a uh, lovely bloke and he's the manager at Dunlai so huge congrats to him we know the power that Schlock Neil are and uh, yeah. I think there was a large Monday in Dunlai going by Gary on Twitter did Yeah absolutely and, and to, to go back to what you said there but for them the opportunity now to go and have a semi-final in Crow Park sure isn't that great promotion and the GA will probably come right back at you and say look this is what we're trying to do this yeah. is what the teams want us like we're listening to the players like so for, for them great yeah and as you said Schlock Neil like we, we, we were probably like they were favourites you, you know so mm. big result for them and you know, I said you, you, they'll, they'll be giving themselves a chance now. I said they, 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 they'll, they'll be sizing up Thomas's. Would, would, would just to throw this out, TJ, not just playing devil's advocate, and it was always a desperate, tough game for the Munster Leinster champions when you faced uh, the Ulster champions in Parnell, usually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many narrow escapes there now. Dora Bearfield in their pump, Wolf Tones, Shannon, De La Salle in their pump. Um, a few more cases. The she got beaten in Parnell, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. Like so. Yeah. Are you saying maybe you by Lachiel, if you're Gregory, maybe you'd be saying, okay, it is Croker, it's fantastic to be bringing the parish to Croker. Obviously, they were there, the bridge beat them in a, in a final there in '96. Uh, Gillies, big first one he hadn't played for Six Mile Bridge in a county match in Clare before he played he played for Clare before he played for Six Mile Bridge cool. in, in Clare now. Yeah. He played in the All Ireland semi final and the All Ireland final, yeah, 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 some okay. going, but uh. You know, would you be saying, would you be as well off now if this was in Mullingar on the Sunday yeah. and um, tight pitch, tight and floor you know, of <laughs> I think that narrative will be there. That's the reality. However, I'm going to go back to the promotion of the game. I spoke about Nace getting the opportunity to play in Crow Park. Mm. All these guys now, club team, Jimson, up and Antrim, getting the opportunity to come down, playing our Ireland semi-final in Crow Park. It's very hard to get away from what that's doing for teams and the opportunity that it's creating. So, but I the narrative you just said, I, I, like, for me, we, I was involved with Thomas's there when we played in Parnell Park, just for some battle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, look, we're not taken away, and you know, there's still, for me, there's no reason why that couldn't still have been played in Crow Park on the, on the Sunday. It's going to head as it is going to head, and they could be in some hotel in Dublin watching the World Cup final yeah. with an old beer afterwards. Should have worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. could have worked. Could have worked. So well done to Dunlai. Uh, huge chance. Uh, 
for them now and huge achievement to get back that Ulster, Ulster title. Uh, so it'll be a great double header. Um, we we will see both games. There's no doubt about that. Um, lots of action. I suppose we'll go back. We'll stay with senior for the and the other semi finalists. Obviously, the Toms, TJ. Six county finals, no goal conceded, five in a row. We touched on it. I think the ref, good Kinvaraman, decided to leave that whistle in the pocket, did he? <laughs> I saw the incident with the goalie and Johnny Cohn. Who, who was the was Damien McGlynn, was it? Bearing down the goal. Um, yeah. Johnny definitely fouled him from behind. <laughs> the goalie, I'm not so sure that Could he do. A great friend of mine as well, yeah. Gary Maguire, on Mark Howard in the Dublin final a few years back. <laughs> Gary got a yellow and we got a penalty, but Gary got the honour and glory of saving the penalty. Not being bitter, Gary, if you're listening, but uh, it was liberal enough refereeing, but I think it was both sides just accepted yeah. big rivalry big neighbours and bang away lads I met uh, the, the, the chairman of the Galway board coming down after the game like uh, Paul Bellio and he was kind of saying like the Kilkenny influence is definitely in Galway so uh, in fairness to John McDonough here right, so you're I, saying Henry has said to Paul Bellio <laughs> Paul it, tell the refs let it go <laughs> like you could pick a couple of isolated incidents where it looked to be a certain free but he went with the narrative of that he left the game go as much as possible. It definitely created a spectacle. It was very tough. The two teams went at it. They went at each other. They were very fit. Work rate was unreal. Hammer and tongs all day, up and down. Not much in it. As I was showing you there earlier on, 15 minutes, it, Thomas has led 1-5 to 5. Half time, it was 1-7 to 9. On 40 minutes, it was 1-10 to 12. 50 minutes, it was 1-12 to 14. And it finished 1-15 to 17. On the second day, so one point. So that'll tell you about how close the two teams were. So like I was, it, We were looking at it earlier before we came up onto stage. Like Finton's block. What's his name? The young lad from, from Loch Ray. You were saying he probably will feature with Galway. Well, I, I just think, first of all, Loch Ray, they, they were incredible. Tiernan Killeen played, played, played the middle of the field, scored three points in play. Martin McManus, the corner forward, he had a super season. He set up the chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah he set up the chance. Like, they're the real positives for Loch Ray and for Galway in the, in the season just gone. You will, you will hear those two names, I think, very close to a Galway first 15 from, from their point of view. But Thomas has just found it a little bit more down the stretch. David Burke had an incredible game, played most of the game at centre-back. He's just his guidance and his positioning around the field. Um, over, overall, Conor Cooney was excellent again, did really, really good to set up the goal. But look, there's probably been two, two things that stood out for me for the game. One was Mark Caulfield. He scored 1-3. Like, the likelihood is, like if Shane Cooney had been fit and James Regan had been fit, he wouldn't have been playing. He was playing for a junior A team. This is a message to every junior there player out all over every the country. Second, second team player. Every second yeah. team player over the yeah. country, right? That you have to believe this opportunity is going to come. And Mark Caulfield had man of the match, he, official man of the match. He had one of those days that happens regularly in Munster finals, All-Ireland finals, county finals. He had a day of days. And, and I'm going to tell you something now. This happened in the county final in Cork this year between Inascara and Castlemartyr. Drawing game the first, the first day. Yeah. The young lad playing wing back, I think Andrew McCarthy, I think is his name, if I'm not mistaken, got the man of the match. And young Dara Holland's son, who was a sub the first day, came yeah, on, man. started the second day and got man of the match in the replay. The two of them were playing junior hurling a month before the county final. There you go. So, it, and it, man it, in the match in both county finals. It does happen. So you have to believe and everything. The second point you're going to make is to go back to the refereeing in general. And I know, Dale, you're going to touch on some of the changes that are coming down the track, let's say, in terms of sanctions and all this stuff. So we'll be here all night if I go into We'll be here we'll all night Like, I liked the way John McDonough refereed the game. Right? I liked the way the Munster final was refere- re- refereed this year. 
right? I hope John McDonough gets more games than John Keenan did afterwards. Did John, like John Keenan suffered because of that. And to me, we're, we're, we're fixing the stars and we're missing the moon here. Like, it's such a, there's an overall view of refereeing required. What exactly is the best method of going forward? What do we want? Like, I definitely had loads of people screaming behind me looking for freeze, freeze, freeze. They wanted to free for everything. And then there's other people kind of wanting the game to go. Like, so we could do with a bit of maybe guidance and overall structure around the refereeing because it's difficult. You don't want somebody who's ticking every box and whistle happy, but then the game becomes like American football. It stopped every second, 30 seconds. Yeah. This was a real man's game of hurling. And I mean that now in, in, in the sense that the two teams... When that, honestly... Honestly... Yeah. yeah, it was a very good game. There was very little in it, and as I said, after afterwards, like as I said, you could pick incidents that should have been freeze and could have been freeze. But was he? Was he consistent? What's the way forward? I he felt consistent? he was. Well, I, if you were going home as a lock man, man, would you have been bitter about the ref? No, no. no. So then, consistent. That, that, that he lifted consistency. Yeah. That's all the fellas are looking for. I, I, I don't think he would have been, and maybe like, ask somebody from Lockray, but it, it, it is. A big talking point into the future, though, as, as to the direction and what are we doing. Like, what's going on in the referees' room, right? Like, how can we get what's going on in the referees' room into, let's say, the coaches' room? And you talked about players going down or diving or tipping the head. Like, we know we have a great game, right? And this is a huge factor in the game now. Like, I, I just think it needs more... I don't know. Did someone say before, was it you that I mentioned about maybe professional referees? Is that... Is that yeah. Well, I've suggested a, a panel of eight to take charge of our championship. Liam McCarthy fixtures. You have to work your way up and down from that a bit, like the, the counties have. You know, Antrim coming back up after winning the Joe McDonough. I think I think you you should be judged on your performance then. You know, and uh, yeah, I I I would have no problem paying our referees. I think there's enough people being paid. Um, yeah. You know, you mentioned we mentioned backroom staffs earlier on for different clubs. I think I think I'd have no problem with it, yeah. um, and being accountable. And then we had real standards across the board. And I would have no problem then with it. I, I'm dying for these highlight shows, whatever way it's going to come about, TJ, and having a good, great ex-ref. Um, coming on and going through the incidents yeah, with us, yeah. I think it's great coverage yeah, there on Sky and yeah. yeah. and and to pinpoint them. But I, I I'd like to to see something done about it definitely into the future. The two things I'm going to finish on in Thomas's was, yes, it was a Kilkenny style county final played in Galway, and in fairness to both teams, they matched up. On, in Thomas's case, to do five in a row, as I said. What an achievement. I know, I know I have, I'll be accused of having St. Thomas's glasses on, and I have. I won't make any bones about that. Small parish, just really pulled things together over the last number of years. The effort in the community, in the backroom team, Kenneth taken over, Tommy Fitz came in there, the lads. You know, a hard job to go in, to be fair, when someone's won a three in a row, because literally you're, 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 you're up against it. Um, with phenomenal achievement concede no goal I know I've kind of heard maybe one or two people kind of saying they've only won one All-Ireland club but they have won one and you're in an era now where Napier should have won one Belly Gunner have won one they said yeah. Thomas's have won one like Belly Hale are obviously the outliers the outlier, but yeah. it's just so difficult to get over the line but to do what they have done in Galway to me is just nothing short of incredible yeah fair play fair play to everyone in, in the Toms there um, 
again, they'll they'll have a wedding to try and half enjoy the players. <laughs> and they will. And in fairness, they will. They, 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 well, they wouldn't want to there. enjoy it too much. We'll be having to be in Croker one o'clock the following day. But, uh, <laughs> That's tough uh, one, they'll it? have a good Sunday, maybe yeah. tip it into Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have, yeah. Has to be done. Yes. Uh, just to keep it moving, lads, time-wise, we're, we're conscious uh, we don't have a, a record breaker one again. We don't have our laptops in front of us either. No, I'm I checking the phone there to have a look. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give us a shout there at the clock there for yeah. But uh, we don't have Larry coming in saying, moving on, will you? Yeah. But uh, Monolene, huge win. I suppose went in early as underdogs, TJ, and have won the Munster Intermediate Club the hard way, really, with the three rounds in Munster and um, tight enough battles in Limerick 2 with Brough in the final, not in it, and Mark Dwyer at 15 points the weekend. And one with a bit in hand against a Rosquare team that everyone really was saying... Yeah. Would, should really be kind of senior A in 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 tip um, and deservedly gone back up. And I know Eddie, Eddie was given a hand there with the coaching as well. And Monlin potential to become a huge huge club on, on the scene as well in, in Limerick. Definitely have they have the numbers underage doing an awful lot of right things. An awful lot of people doing good work. on Brislan has come in there and like they have that challenge of hurling and football as well. Maybe and there was a bit of a crossover there. They seem to have got it right this year. There was a good connect between the two. But uh, yeah, and, and, and a team definitely making strides. I'd say they'd be looking maybe across the city at the Pearson kind of saying, potentially that they would have, let's say, numbers-wise to match. You know, they have the players, let's say they have Castletry School there. Mm. They have UL on their doorstep, the facilities. So yeah, c- could be something coming down the track here, but definitely heading in the right direction. Probably would have been disappointed maybe to go back down to Premier Intermediate and mm. they're... They're possibly in the week that's in it. They're possibly maybe a well handicapped Premier Intermediate team, Marco. You know yourself. Yeah, we'll hand. Strokes being pulled. Huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> able to come back up. <laughs> well done, everyone in Castle Troy. Uh, great, congrats to you. And um, not alone will be coming back up senior A in Limerick. Marco, you are a serious striker of the ball, too. I think oh, I, he is. I, 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 Mark, I, I, I think he's going to the Limerick setup or being called in. Yeah, Marco, yeah. as a minor panellist, uh, a couple of years, it's a well, Pat Donnelly was yeah, involved. Yeah. And he, he was a brilliant striker. I played ball. golf for him there a couple of times and just said, went. Put that too, I'd imagine. A bit like Mark in the soccer as well, like yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the golf too. Yeah, you'd hit it a good bit. Anyway. Don't have time for that anymore. <laughs> you would. You'd hit it in a stay gone, I tell you. Yeah, you know, now you'd be having when you're getting to this age. Look, you have you're to tightless man or you're put on well, if things are going well, like you know, Actually, speaking of different sports, I see Brian Hayes is after committing to to the Cork hurlers. Um, is there, is there a lot of people out there, TJ, now won't be thanking you. I was going to get this in at the end about Cork, like, and I was going to give him a good oh, go on belly, give him a one mark. <laughs> Brian Hayes yeah, was impressed with him. He's bad. He was impressed with him. Maybe not. I didn't think. I thought Connor Forward was. And I only saw him now against Bellier and in the final, yeah. in the Cork final. So, He's such a big man, you'd imagine yeah. him out under the ball, wing. Yeah. Big plus for Pat. I, I'd say it's a big plus for Pat. Uh, he's a very talented player. He's uh, Paddy Hayes, former Cork footballer, is his dad, and Jock Cunningham's sister is his mam. So he has it from both sides. I think she was an Olympic swimmer at one stage. So he is a really good talent. He's the Red and the purple. <laughs> as you'd know, TJ, you know, <laughs> getting it from the dam side and the soil side. So... Um, I'd say he will be a work in progress. To me, he could be a potential centre forward in two or three years' time. I think he still is. He's a big gangly lad at the moment, but he's a top scorer from play in the club championship in Cork. Um, I, I think he has massive upside potential, and uh, the fact that he look he's equally as talented at football. It's a big plus that he has decided to go with the Holland panel, I would suspect. But a new management, I suppose, brings its own things as well. And Pat Ryan would have been involved with him, winning a couple of the All-Ireland under-20s as well. So there'd be a good no, relationship. Sure will, and yeah. he's a good lad. He's a good lad, to be fair. And to be fair to the Bears, they are bringing through 
an unbelievable batch of players. Eden Toomey, Ben O'Connor and Ben Cunningham. Keen Walsh, just to mention four or five. And the update guys. on Ben O'Connor. So uh, the update on Ben O'Connor is the leaving cert is the most important thing. And I Fair suppose played. maybe. Fair the parents. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'd say probably once the rugby will win out at this stage, I would expect. Um, he's had a phenomenal season. He is definitely... You asked the question earlier on about Fitzgerald, whether he'd play with Waterford. I have no doubt if Ben O'Connor was playing Holland with, with Cork, I think he would definitely make it. He'd be certainly my number five next year anyway. Not up for debate from what I've seen yeah. of him, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, very good player. Being, being that impressive. Yeah. Stick with Cork for a bit, Belly Giblin. Now, the uh, nice event is Mark to get to play in the same competition again with the restructure. <laughs> Not the Swanny and the lads now. Uh, well, it's great to be able to back it up a bit, like yeah, what Thomas has done five in a row. Like, go off you know? and say, ah, we, we won it now. Yeah. We'll and be back at the same level. Uh, and, and yeah, that's right. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, that was a little bit of a restructuring that was done within the county. And I wouldn't be surprised if I see a little bit of restructuring coming down the road in another couple of years that maybe the senior A team or the senior A grade. You know, it's still our 25th team that's competing in the intermediate all Ireland, Munster campaign in All-Ireland. So I don't think there's any other county are going down to the 25th team to play in championship at intermediate level. Well, so, and this would be the argument why the Kilkenny clubs and the Kerry clubs in the football do so well because there's so little in their actual club. 12, 12, 12 yeah, yeah. of the top grades. Yeah, so you're talking yeah. about your 13th team in the county yeah. playing in the second grades whereas in Cork situations the 25th. But we're not... Bitter about that, Anthony. We don't mind. We'll just we'll drive and on. He improved we'll, a bit in this now. I'll give yeah, and finish it about. Well, and and the whole thing is when you're trying to get a break in life or getting a break in sport, you want that little bit to get you over the line. But when you get a fella sent off in the first fifteen minutes of the game and you get beaten by a pint, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a kick, like you know. But. I, hopefully the Bears can come back again next year. Obviously, everybody will be pinning them to try and win the, the county next year. But if they could go back-to-back, back, mm. I think they'll learn an awful lot from this year's campaign, even though they got the one match. Hard to do back-to-back, back, but they look like a team to me that will win a few. I think they're on the ascendancy. I think they've won one in yeah. early. In the, like a lot of people yeah. would have said, maybe next year or the year after for the Bears. The fact that they have won that county championship now, oh, it'll be. A, it'll, I think if they can progress the same as all the... The other good clubs are successful. The Belly Gunners, the St. Thomas's, the Belly Hales, right? If you can put two or three or four county championships together, you then have, you're going to have a serious team. But, sorry, back to the Belly Gibbon story. Look, the big, the big news from it is the back-to-back Junior Munster Championships. Shane Beston getting married story. the day before, pops up and gets 3-3 three, three the following day in the championship. Like, come here, Ryan the Rovers, give me the slitter, will you? Um, he's 32 now as well, yeah, Shane. He like. is, he is. He's no spring chicken. <laughs> and he was a fantastic footballer. I first saw him on the football field. That's, yeah. that's where we, we came up against him in a, in a, in a club championship uh, years ago. He was Phenomenal footballer, um, but he's had a lot of injuries in the last number of years, and he's uh, squeezed he's, uh, squeezed into the team this year. But the success story is obviously the fact that he got married the day before. It's a lovely he's picture of himself and his new bride on yeah. the field. Grant yeah. me marrying an old Jay woman, <laughs> and be given the break to say, "Look, listen, lad, you have to stay around for the Holland final. We'll yeah. put off yeah. the we'll put off the honeymoon. Did you have to come back for your out of your honeymoon? Am I right in saying it's that? It's been too many times on this show, like you know, she's been told not to be mentioned anymore. Say that so. anymore. Yeah. But, uh, and I'd have to give a mention out to young Joseph O'Sullivan who would have been involved with me in the development squads uh, way back. He, I know he had 10 points or something. He's shooting the lights out. A fantastic striker of the ball. So 
Well yeah. done to, to Barry Gibbert. And Marquine there as well. Like oh, they'll, yeah, well. They'll probably take a bit of beat in it this year, but of course, it could be one or two. Look, as you know, I said to you last year, the, the previous management were playing a wing forward. I said, he's a defender, in my opinion. And if I had to pick a full back and go over it this year, in number three. Moving swiftly, swiftly along from the Cork team <laughs> for next year. We might, we might have one more show before Christmas. We'll, uh, we'll get Pat Ryan on. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do all things Cork and have a look at everything. That's, we'll do definitely do one early in the new year and uh, predicting the three in Munster. And you got there last year, Mark. I think we a good did. chance of getting we out did. again. You know? To come tennis this year, that'll be, that'll be the big one, I think. And that will be in the I three. I wonder he's still over the Munster final last year. He's he still ah, over that. Okay, I see Tony over. going well there now. And Shane O'Donnell is a nice little break. Got young me, he must fly it there for the banner I see Mac Rogers flying so Limerick are through now. Clare are through Davies going to Waterford I watched the we Freshers League final story for a different day I, right, w- okay. I watched the Freshers League <laughs> final a last show. night it's no, definitely no. a New Year show I, I watched the Freshers League All-Ireland final last night on at half eight from Port Leash was on television minus two it was on YouTube YouTube very good uh, well you will Touch of GATV. Backbone, I will, backbone yeah. I will say, TJ, with Clare lads. An awful lot of Clare lads. Yeah. Mac, the key positions, uh, and they won it 10 points, I suppose, against DCU. So the UL are gone incredibly strong, aren't they? In the, in the whole... Strong, yeah. I think they were beaten in the Division 2 Freshers final the night before by Carlo in an epic game. So they have a massive amount of talent. And we're looking, Clare, I think there's a good few in there, you know. So um, Central Council have made a load of proposals. There's been a load of meetings, lads, if we start into it. Uh, I think there's no decision yet met on whether we're sticking with 17 and 20, but there's massive discipline uh, clampdowns coming. I think 96 weeks was the old limit, what you could get. Uh, it's out to 240 weeks. You might be rising out of it now if you get 240 weeks. Right. There's nearly a mortgage, Mako. There's <laughs> <laughs> nearly one of your pension that's policies. That's nearly four years, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, look, I think... We all agree, rightly so. None of us have been always, TJ, you wouldn't have hardly ever got 240 weeks, but you've got a nice couple of weeks for saying stuff to refs and things it's like a that. Matter of interest. How many red cards have you got in your life? Big Barry Cullinan, it'll have been off. I, and yeah. I'd have to say, uh, club and county now, together now, put them together. I never got to that playing for Limerick. A few of them, the red card wasn't it. I never got to that playing for Limerick. I got to that You should have, looking at highlights against those in the league. Jesus, Johnny O'Callaghan said you should have been sent off. Yeah, he probably will. He lost the two. I think he got sent off once. Could you have gotten the two forty weeks for hitting the streaker that time? No. I don't think so. I didn't really hit him, though. It could be a glance. A glance. You sent off? Now of the county, no, but watching that highlight <laughs> that league, with that league game, myself and himself there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how, how someone didn't walk That's anyway. Right, yeah. Game, yeah, game. Yeah, game yeah, has yeah. moved on. Yeah, but Massa, I don't think any of us have a problem with it. We all know, and I think I, I do think the refereeing thing just needs a bit of focus. I'm not saying that there anybody yeah. in particular are wrong here, whether it's the coaches, whether it's the hand pass, whether it's the referees, but. Don't Might get one of the boys on again yeah. in a year. Oh, definitely. Uh, I, yeah. But 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 I I'd nearly go as far as to say it's nearly more important to have one of the guys maybe at the top level to say what are they looking for? What's the future of the game that they see? Oh, okay, yeah. but I, the other conversation is. Do sorry. we want everything whistled? No, you just want a, a fair, honest um, referee all the time. These guys don't. You want the same referee, like you want the same standard across. They the say there's all no common time. sense now in the rule book. I know that. Should I, listen, we've. we've but you know, some, the, some of the assessors the and I'm like meeting them the likes of the Dickies the Pets the Johnnies I'm meeting them going into places like the Gaelic Grounds and they weren't assessing there maybe they were assessing the day before and, and they're saying how did this fella get on we had that match how did, how did he get on I think they want the best like, but it's just yeah but, but the, the day to day what you go Saturday and go Sunday and the difference in the refereeing is 
and I know, look at the difference probably in the wing forwards play well, from Saturday to Sunday as well. Can go be back question. To John, go back to John Keenan last year in the Munster final. Yeah. Did, did he not get any more games because of like that situation? Is, is, is that a fact? I don't. Sure, look, the GA are going to say he had no, we had no influence on that. Unfortunately, you'll be judged by your actions. John Keenan didn't get a game afterwards. We all thought as Holland people that he had a really, really good game. I don't think there was any complaints came from management or players that he had in a good game. So something's wrong somewhere. So I think we've got a sideline role for the All Ireland. Like, you know, he could one vision and a consistency yeah. and a consistent message across assessors, referees, coaches. Yeah, but the assessors will say that you know we're he's, assessing he's the game. Probably easier for assessors now because yeah, they're not looking they, for games. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? they, they assessed his game and that he had left too much go. That's that's the reality. You know, yeah. from the they, he they didn't he didn't go by the letter of the law as far as they were concerned. From our point of view, as people looking in from the outside, we thought he had a fantastic game. Is Dicky Murphy come over? Yeah, they're killing me, Dylan. Will you come down? I know. <laughs> come here, lads. But before you, it's <laughs> <laughs> famously Michael Quinn, the just a referee and clear guest man from the Quinn pub in the market, and as he was, he refed a lot of our big games back in the eighties and into the early nineties. And Victor's brother, this uh, Sparrow's brother, the Victor was a hard man and, and uh, we met Crusheen one day in a league match and it was a massive boxing tournament on in the West County you know it was there from all over and it was national titles run whatever year they moved it out of the stadium I think they were doing renovations and so they brought it to the West County which was one of the biggest conference centres and huge crowd there and massive take up for the weekend on it but we played Crusheen on a, on a Saturday afternoon in the cup and uh, they'd have had a couple of hardy boys. Now the Carneys were real hardy boys, and Joe Carney was notorious. That was one one of my earlier games, and I was staying well away from Joe Carney. <laughs> but uh, at one stage, he drew a wallop in one of our lads. Anyway, Joe did. Uh, sure, that was par for the course at the time. And, but Victor was right on the scene, and a left upper cut that you would not see in the boxing in the West County. And Michael Quinn walked over, waving the book. By the way, taking it out to take his name. And he said, Victor, the boxing is on in the West County. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't put him off. <laughs> he didn't put him off. There was no yellow cards. He'd yeah, yeah. got a yellow. Yeah. Uh, we all remember the slap between Paddy O'Shea and oh, Dean Yellen. Right, yeah. And what was and the, the great referee. ref was the great man from Bench, uh, John Maloney. <laughs> Famous going back to when I went to hearty matches first, brought along even when I was in primary school in the late 70s. Uh, Brighted both the brothers and that John Maloney'd be refereeing it, and he, but he would never put off anyone. I put the two of them together, shake hands, yeah, make really it up, <laughs> get on with it. Yeah. And the two boys, I met the two boys, got to be good to party. I met them one day. I think we got a game of golf down the old head in Skibbereen, and the Nemo boys were there. And it was some somewhere like that, yeah, either outside yeah. Cork or somewhere. And the Nemo boys and some of the Kerry boys were there, and there were the two boys yeah. sitting down with two pints. Oh, and yeah. you know. There'd be no problem with the two yeah. of them, no, 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 no. Yeah. And so a good few other things that's on that thing, like I think. Under 17s can go back training and the minor inter county teams, uh, as we know them now, they can go back training the 1st of January, can't play a match till at least the 1st of February. See how that goes. Uh, we obviously know there's phones everywhere now. On field academy work can start the 1st of March. I'd have had an awful handy job for three years, TJ, here in Limerick. Joe, Joe would have you inside. Uh, I remember one particular Friday uh, saying to Pat Donnelly, who was the minor manager at the time, I think it was 16, that I'd love to have gone to Clanmel to the course on the following day. But the academy, we used to start maybe at half six with the miners in the morning and build an get finished on three o'clock. That's it. Do you want to ask him or will I? That was Big Joe. Yeah. So yeah. I said, Do you know what? We leave it. I got to Clamell the following day. <laughs> but look, yeah, it's 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 going to be very hard to please any of that sort of stuff. And I thought the academy was enjoyable for the kids. They had their hour. It was well run in UL. 
whoever dropped them off had a cup of tea upstairs. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. parents are getting yeah. together talking to each other. Bringing trouble in yourself too when you start bringing in rules. rules. Don't you? Yeah, well, we saw what happened in COVID. Uh, There's a bit about that too. All the secretaries are sending in their reports at the moment. Yeah. We're seeing uh, John Costello's one in Dublin is always huge. He, he usually gets the most focus. Obviously, it's a, probably the biggest CEO job in the country. Spending as well, Mark. We've seen the spending figures coming out. We saw the Galway figures, and yet they showed a, a, a lovely profit on the year. We'll say, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Surplus. A, a surplus. Sorry, sorry. Um, I, I, I should have gone straight to you with that sort of talk. Well, but we, we, don't have def- figures, we don't have a deficit. Yeah, yeah, yeah we might have, 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 have a big look. Through the roof, and it's, but that's just the way it's gone. Yeah, well, I, I see, look, in fairness, um, Limerick have a huge supporter in the wing, which is a big help, I suppose, like, you know. And um, I think, was it over €2 million Euros to spend in Limerick this year? I could be wrong saying that now, but I think the spend in Cork was £1.7 million. Um, huge spend in Galway as well, of course. Football final, million horrors, semi-final. You know, in fairness, to our big supporter, he was, he was there in all the bad times. Ah, oh, and he's a fantastic And he did an awful lot for us. But fantastic same in Clare, I'd say, with the football. I don't know what the figures officially were, but with the hurlers making the semi-final and having Munster final appearance and the footballers went a long way then under yeah. Cullum again and uh, yeah. the, 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 the fees have to be very high but it is, it is big business like isn't it it'll it just show you the amount of expenses being paid and the professional um, attitude that's out there and the support I'd say from the top table and the boards you know for their managers and stuff that when mm. the managers come and say look I need this that and the other you know the expectancy now as well in, in counties like if you take it in Cork or Limerick or wherever it is that your team is fully fit well prepared right. yeah. not yeah. short of anything yeah. And supporters want to go and say these fellas are ready to take on these fellas. Yeah. You know, yeah. Joe's telling us Limerick are gone so far ahead. So we, as Clermen, we saw them drawn twice last year. Okay, yeah. eventually beat us an extra time. But yeah. it's nice to see the Clare boys being able to go toe to toe. Marco, have you just, a problem? No, just one? just before you go away from that, like I just yeah. want to go back to the referees for one second, right? And and a little bit of a divergence from what TJ is about about the ref. We have to stamp out the abuse of referees. You know, the attacks that are on referees all over the country, whether it's holding our football underage or adult, like it's just not acceptable for referees to be physically or verbally abused from the sideline anymore. And we didn't get a chance to talk about it in any, in any pod earlier on this season. And we just want to get the message out there, really, that, look, you know, chairman of clubs, as far as I'm concerned, if they have mentors on the sideline that are not, you know, respecting the referee, I genuinely think the chairman has a duty of care to bring that manager in, or selectors, or whoever is representing the the club in an official capacity, to say that is not acceptable. What you're saying or doing to the referee, as far as I'm concerned. So, for me, you know, we, me as an individual, I want to say, like, you know, that I support the referees 100%, and anything we can do into the future to make a referee's job safer, which you shouldn't have to say. Yeah. There should be no referee half afraid to go out in the field of what's going to be said or done to him. Yeah, I, st- I still going to say we're going to have to start at underage with that and build it up up along. um, Go back to the education, one consistent message, this is what we're doing. And any time I've been to games where there's referees who are very kind of strong and consistent and they know exactly what the free is for and they just get get, get the game done properly, I don't see any issues. 100% agree with you. You can't go near and be abusing or you definitely can't be physically abusing or anything. I still have to hold up both hands and say I stuck my head into two referees just... 
in 2022's dressing room after the match and apologised for now I didn't get near the sideline because in QC Park now the manager's allowed in the sideline we're back up near the subs but I'd say a couple of them could hear my voice uh, shouting down about can you not see it's a throw (laughs) this throw rule (laughs) and I did I went in to two anyway I won't mention any names they know and uh, they'd be good old Jamin and good clubmen and just said uh, sorry about a couple of verbals we went there with the Hindsight of referee and video and a relook are getting it wrong. Maybe we can have a bit of sympathy for well, you. Saw the, you saw the Uruguayan uh, players at the end of the game now, with the penalty decision not going their way. The Uruguayans and another fruity enough over there. Like, yeah. so I mean, the ref got some abuse after the match. Like, that's the World Cup. Know. You know, all millionaires playing and. Yeah, it could be better. I it could be agree. better. We've still to learn a bit from the rugby that way. That's, that's yeah, the big yeah. thing. Someone said to me, Slagan, recently, that if Gary Splam or a soccer team, we'd be Uruguay. I thought that was Pat Screen. <laughs> <laughs> there could be a lot of them. Right? Uh, yeah, good, good pals came to the pub and had a great evening, Pat Screen. <laughs> great. Uh, shout out to the Belly Giblin boys as well. They're, uh, they're, they're, they were up at me uh, yeah. rebuilding. and, and uh, really part of success now is the kind of Colt Mortys and Absolutely, your team band getting Keep the ball rolling. <laughs> where, where, where are we going to be getting a percentage of this? <laughs> <laughs> Moving quickly along, uh, Marco, have you, will you have a problem next year if um, Young Cunningham or Young Hayes or one of them stick the ball in the roof of the net and the other in the final of nine seconds and they all go over to the corner flag and get a fit of samba dancing at the corner flag like your county man, Mr. Keane. And maybe Pat Ryan joins him and they're kind of... <laughs> they're, giving, they're giving it all this now that we're on telly today, like... What are you doing now, are they? Yeah, yeah. And the manager, the manager was at it as well. Ryan, right. no place for that. Oh, fair play to Keane, boy. He, <laughs> he, calls, he calls us straight. Well, I'll tell you one thing with Keane. You, you, he's you'll say, off, No, you'll say one thing for you anyway, as cock people, you're loyal to him. <laughs> oh, he's, he, he's one of our own Keane. If he right. farted crooked in the wrong place, you'd yeah, back him no up. Like, problem. No problem. Right? Jesus, what happened? The Brazilian part of their culture, like the Samba <laughs> dance, and you know, they couldn't in a, in a massive victory in a World Cup knockout yeah. game. Yeah, anyway, yeah. lads, um, a lot of foregrass. Have you a few, teacher? I have a couple. Have you a couple? Yeah, uh, go on, bang away. I get the ball rolling quickly. Oh, I have two. I'm going to promote the I, I cut the lads for a few bob earlier on, guys. Plan GA or <laughs> draw in conjunction with Cleaners Foundation. 20 euros. Look, there you Another go. Another 20 taken There's off us there. Brand new <laughs> and Johnny Upton's in the draw as well for 20 euros. And I hope one of you win it, guys, for 20 Johnny, euros. You could be I want the red one, Johnny. 2023 Ford Focus ST line. I love it. How love much money? Guys, plan 20 euros worth 30 grand, right? I take the 30 grand. Guys, plan GA, <laughs> log on to our page there and support us. We need all the help we can get. And you know what? If you don't like Guys, plan, you can log on to Clean This page and give the 20 euros. We're sharing the funds anyway, we're helping the charity. So, either, either which way. So, that's one. And second thing is, just want to pay my respects, poor old Jack Lynch. Uh, died I think yesterday's funeral was on tomorrow night he's a publican in Nakeney uh, Louise's country kind of one of the earlier public houses that I would have gone to back in the day real old character uh, great GEA man big Limerick man uh, just a great family just send send respects to them just one quick thing it was one of those old pubs where the toilets were outside the door and then I was in it Jack was in it anywhere between here and the Galtys <laughs> You were in it. I was but in there, it. Gilligan famous, brought me there. One of the famous stories about him was that um, I think somebody new moved into the parish and the toilet was outside and when he came back in he just kind of said to Jack very nicely kind of said do you know Jack? He goes there is no lock on the gents door on the toilet door to which Jack said he says Jesus he goes, he goes I'm here 40 years he goes and there hasn't been a shite stolen yet. <laughs> I was in it. So it's, sorry, uh, it's Jack that died himself. Jack, Jack, yeah. Ah, yeah. Great, great character. So they had him teed up. Uh, who was with 
Gilly was it was a Pat Ryan from Knockin, was it? Uh, oh, one, yeah. one of his buddies from college and yeah, I know yeah. Pat uh, he was down the, the bank in oh, Kerry that's right Pat Ryan yeah, yeah. Pat has been involved in good for teams now correct and correct and teams uh, and yeah. maybe involved a bit with Kerry GA, but down the years and great buddy of course they'd, they'd, this is my first time meeting Jack and they'd meet they'd Jack teed up to say if I said, where's the tile of Jack yeah. and Jack said anywhere between here and the Galtys <laughs> <laughs> so yeah God be a good team God, right. I didn't know that yeah, uh, you all right? Uh, I'm good, yeah. yeah. Uh, Marco, have you anything to uh, give just, a I suppose the, the big thing really is that uh, the Command Racing Club are we're having a the, chat, are we? We're having a first annual review uh, this evening, and there will we have some work done, we and have some positive stuff we to have come. To drink water. Uh, we don't know that now, but we will be handing out checks here this evening to um, the Cleaners Foundation and Brilliant. the, the Holland for Cancer, the, the Irish Society. Fantastic. So. You know, that's what we had promised people that we would um, we would give share the winnings. Uh, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. So we'll that's stand by it. look, we've had a good season and, and it was a bit of a review Great this a evening. Up. So absolutely, and looking forward to twenty twenty three. Bit of fresh uh, blood coming into the racing club. All to be revealed in due course. <laughs> yeah, but I've Mr. been talking. I've been talking. Mr. Mr. Chairman, Chairman <laughs> I'd be the last to know. I'll have the viewers, the two agents here, will tell me what's coming in. And we were talking to Jim, and we were talking to Patrick, and uh, no deal. Oh, this is you have a few problem with that. No lads, it's no work away. <laughs> I've a couple lads before we go. Uh, again, huge thanks to the Fitzgeralds here. Just. The way we're looked after here, if we ever come, we have to come here more often. I think. The Fitzgerald Fitch- family are always very good to everybody. If you want Brilliant. to meet the real Davy Fitz, come to the Woodlands. Yeah, Davy, Davy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, to fairness to the other Davy, we'll, uh, he'll be looking at things. And now we see Austin Gleason saying in the paper there last week, they're loving it. There's music in the dressing room, and they're, oh. they're, they're doing a bit of Zamba, Zamba dancing before they go out, Marco. So I'll <laughs> change there. Let's huge shout out to the Kilnena lads who were in Murty's last Saturday evening. Alamac, one and only, organised them. They're on a 25 year reunion. The Kilnena is right on the Galway border, TJ. First club you'll meet coming in. Same parish as Fecal, but they're very much Kilnina to play together underage. What an evening. Uh, shout out to Stevie Davern, who had his 40th uh, last weekend. Quick one. Uh, and they had a great evening in Ennis. Um, unbelievable. I can imagine what went on there. I just said I had to give him a shout out. Um, on a sad note, Johnny Callan's sister um, was uh, died over, over the weekend. And, uh, and, and Shannon, just a sympathies to the family. Kelly's lost a couple of sisters now, and I know I knew Anne well. She lived in the village, and uh, her son John and, and the daughters, and, and lovely people. Um, couple of small little ones. Then Bandon just got in. Well, last look at Twitter to see how much more abuse I was getting. <laughs> My tweet about the clashing with the World Cup. Bandon got me, Mark. Yeah, uh, they're having a long p- a puck fada on Friday the 30th for Brandon, Bandon GA, Camogie, and ladies. So you can check that out uh, on Bandon GA. Shout out to Clarecastle, who are having our road hurling on Stephen's Day as well. I'd say there'll be a good bit of crack and a couple of hot toddies. I may be in. Um, Clear at the coursing, though, I'll have to admit because uh, I'll have to get back to the pub uh, as fast as I can. I think that's most things covered. Um, I don't think I missed too much that I had on my notes. So, uh, thanks a million, boys. Now we're off to have a Christmas drink. Christmas drink, thanks to Rafe (laughs) and Johnny and everyone there. Um, said we might just come here once a fortnight anymore. We? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Monday, Monday evening. Uh, thanks to Larry, as always, back at base. We'll get the show up, no doubt, uh, as early as, as we can. And um, Wish everybody we think we were going to wear. Yeah, we, we, we may have a show, I think, right. after these semi finals. We might have a quick hour, maybe on the Monday, 
yeah. and a quick review of both semi-finals and, we'll and the junior Christmas Marco and Marco has yeah. to give us his nap then usual, for, usual Christmas for Limerick and coming, for Leperstown and Kempton we, and etc down Ryle is it we won for Sunday have we have we have we won for Sunday the Arctic Cosmos has what's that one now again we'd have to uh, do you need the glasses I wish I have them here I have them here bear with me we have one in the locker for Sunday. He, he always has one for you, lads, for the... Uh, for this the is for the Christmas expenses. The Blizzard of Oz. Blizzard of Oz. Blizzard of Oz on Sunday. Yeah. Where is that, Mark? Punchestown. So that guarantees that the, wizard, the Blizzard of Oz now will be about four to seven, yeah. unless you have someone that will <laughs> lay you at the moment. So thanks a million, lads. Thanks to Rafe and all the lads in the background. Um, and sound and enjoy the next couple of weeks and uh, enjoy the World Cup. Don't be afraid to dance in the front room. If you <laughs> like a goal, go, go for it all the way. A grain of rice, a grain of rice is going to tip the scale. Just remember that, man. There's a small bit of a needle there. Now, come on, Mayo, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping bite of Munster. 